Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy, while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pelleggi, and in each episode, we uncover new, empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. Hi, everybody. Welcome to season two of the Girls Gotta Heal podcast. It has been about six months since we wrapped up the first season. I can't thank you enough for everyone who listened and um, wanted to hear my voice and hear what I had to say. I certainly have a lot more to say this season. And this episode, I really want to talk about uh, 2022 reflections, some of my personal reflections, as well as finishing what you've started. This is something that's come up in my conversations with my friends. Um, They always ask me, how do you stay motivated or how are you able to juggle so much? And that really ties into some of my reflections from this past year. So I thought that that's a general topic that we can get started with that I think is going to resonate with a lot of you because at different points in the year, you know, we might have experienced low motivation or we might have gone through something that really prevented us from being present or fully evolving and it took a bit of time stepping away from it and coming back. I think it's really important to touch on some tips and some ways to finish what you start and also being mindful of having to make adjustments along the way if you need to. As you're listening to this first episode back, I I really want you to be in a reflective space. Whether you're driving or you're cleaning up a space or listening to this wherever you are, you're on a walk or whatever, I want you to be in a reflective space and now is the best time to do that. It's the end of the year, start of a new year. We're coming into a fresh space. Even considering seasons changing or relationships ending or expanding, it's a really good time to pause, slow down and reassess things, see what you need, see what needs to be changed, see what you want to go for. We ended off last season talking about having a healing girl summer. Little did I know this was going to be quite the healing girl summer for me. Um, I wanted to end the podcast's first season, you know, on a inspirational note and really encouraging others to give back to themselves, dig a little bit deeper in in their summertime, in their time when they have breaks from work or they're able to, you know, enjoy different weather. And this really was not the summer that I thought I was going to have. Um, I thought I was going to be in a really different place, but it turned out that I myself was having a healing curl summer. And I had gotten really sick with COVID. Uh, For me, it lasted about a month. It was really bad. And I was really in the thick of starting a new position at at my work. And summertime was prime time because this is when all the planning happened. And I was also dealing with a really heartbreaking um, relationship ending. And it really rocked me. And I, I, I needed to pull on my supports a lot. Um, you know, I really talk a lot about being there for yourself and having your own back, but 
that point in the year was truly a moment where I, I did have to lean on others. I had to, I was calling friends constantly, FaceTiming them. Um, and of course there were points where I wanted to just be alone, but I think while all that was happening, while I was having, uh, while I had COVID and I was in isolation, I really needed to feel connection. And it was really hard isolating and just not being well mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of these things. So I took a lot of healing, still in the works, but the interesting thing is I feel like when you go through that type of pain and loss and illness all in one, it kind of, you kind of feel like your voice is taken away from you, like you're kind of broken down in a sense. I don't think I've, I've ever lost my voice, but I think I was so hurt that it silenced me. And I recognized that and I I knew like I had to kind of pause on creating content for GGH. I had to just focus on surviving and getting by and I don't want to be silent anymore. I guess that nicely eases into 2022 reflections. (laughs) I am, yeah, starting it off with healing kind of comes and goes throughout the year. There's going to be points when you feel okay and other times when you feel completely knocked down and you're like, man, I was fine last week. I was on an all-time high. How come I dropped so low? So I think that realization that you're going to be healing throughout and sometimes you can't have rewards without risks. And that comes, that that applies to love. You can't, there, there's an element of having to risk in order to, get something back right like you have to put yourself out there to actually receive something back and to see if there's compatibility to see if it's a match so with that said there needed to be healing for sure and I think certain things came to surface on both ends and and that's the thing like you could be in a really good place but change environments or connect with someone you are being a different space and then that brings out something from like years ago that you thought you had put away but it came right back up so I wouldn't say having to be on guard although that's what it's sounding like it's just having awareness and knowing that things might come up um, as good things are coming in other things might come come up to surface that need your attention This was the year I also turned 30, so I turned 30 not too long ago, and it was a reflective moment for me. Usually we have our reflection periods at the beginning and end of the year, but I was closing off a decade, and my 20s were really important to me. Of course, you know, lots of loss, lots of love, lots of opportunity, but more importantly, stepping into who I am as a person. That's also one of my biggest reflections this year is that Everything I showed up to this year, I showed up to as myself authentically. And there's this uh, Zoe Saldana interview on, I keep seeing clips clips of it on Instagram and it resonates with me so much. Uh, and she basically says that, you know, her greatest achievement or the thing that she's most proud of is the fact that she is fully comfortable in her skin and who she is. And I feel that. I feel like I could be in a space where like I'm not enjoying myself or like the happiest, but I know myself and I know the spaces and people 
that make me feel best and make me feel aligned and make me feel celebrated. And I'm always going to show up as I am and I can't control other people and I won't adjust myself accordingly. So yeah, showing up as, as I am, knowing that, you know, healing takes time and healing is going to present itself very differently and it's going to look different each year, right? You're going to need things you needed this year that you didn't need last year. And that's okay. Another reflection and high point for me was releasing my affirmation journal book and more recently releasing the Connecting Through Grief card deck. These were creative pieces that meant so much to me and reflected everything that I stand by as a person and and through Girls Gotta Heal. Um, that's really what it's all about is empowering yourself and finding connection even in the darkest times. So again, I guess that kind of goes to just, you know, feeling like I, I stayed authentic to myself and I allowed myself the time and space to be creative, to invite time in my life to work on these projects. And um, if you're one of my friends, you know, you know that I always have a lot going on. Sometimes it's even hard for me to make time for friends because I'm just, so driven and I'm focused on work I'm focused on projects um and I think I will definitely want to work on that next year is um just enjoying those relationships a little bit more and allowing myself to have more social time because I really gave a lot to my creative side and I'm always going to be wanting that and needing that but I think I need to shift gears going into 2023 by just enjoying my relationships the ones that I've had because I've really spent a lot of time carving that out like certain people came certain people had left but the ones that I have right now I'm really close to and feel like family to me so I want to give more more uh, love and attention to that of course want to fuel my creativity and allow myself the time for that and another reflection to and something I want to continue working on is you know, I allowed myself to be pretty vulnerable this year. And when things didn't work out, I, I very much retreated. So I think going into 2023, I would like to get myself to a point of feeling, you know, uh, unapologetically vulnerable and uh, just submerse myself in like things that make me feel good. So I'm wondering if any of that resonates with you, if any of those points around life, love, friendships, creativity, any of that. So as I mentioned in the beginning, a few of my friends have asked me straight up, like, Karma, seriously, how do you have the motivation and how do you stay organized? How are you doing all of these things? And honestly, some of us are better uh, at it than others. Uh, that's just one of my stronger suits. Sometimes we feel we get so invested in something and it's just not for us or we don't enjoy it or it absolutely sucks. And I think that it's important to just, you know, readjust completely or shift gears or try something new or say this wasn't for me and I have to do something different. This could be um, creative projects. It could even be relationships, right? Saying something that saying that something is not for you anymore and that's okay. And that's kind of where I need sometimes I need motivation myself. I'm not always the best at it and I need reminders. I need, you know, I have on Instagram the people that motivate me and I look up to and 
I really make sure that what I'm viewing is inspirational for me for those days where I feel off or I feel like I'm struggling in making a decision on whether to stay or go or to put in energy in something or to stop. When it comes to creative and work projects, generally speaking, a lot of the projects that I start, I feel like a passionate tie to it. I feel like it's something that's either innovative or it is something that I personally struggle with or deal with or have worked on and have arrived at an okay place or better place and I want to support others. So a lot of it comes from like personal experience, which I think is what drives me and uh, has created a bit of an attachment to it. So for example, starting the card deck was something that had manifested the thought of it a while ago, but actually creating it, there was so much to it than what you're actually seeing. There's the design process, choosing colors, fonts, placement, uh, creating the questions, packaging, all of these things, right? Like there's so many parts to it, but I really continuously had to remind myself what was the intention in the first place. I think there was a point in the year I got so wrapped up in the design and just wanting it to be so perfect and wanting it to align with the brand colors. And I hadn't looked at the questions I created in a while. So I opened up that document and I started going through the questions with my brother and we sat there and we went through each of them and he answered them and we were talking about it. It led to a really great discussion and it reminded me of why I started it in the first place. So I think always coming back to intentionality, which is also one of my bigger reflections this year, is that not only did I show up to situations and spaces and opportunities as who I authentically am but there was a lot of intentionality behind it and I always tell my friends like don't do things unless it has intention like don't go back on dating apps or don't start this or don't do that unless you have a good intention behind it like it's okay if it doesn't work out but start it with a good intention and if you struggle along the way remind yourself of why you started so that's a big tip uh, when it comes to finishing what you've started so just making sure that There is a bit of passion behind it. There is intentionality behind it. And then, of course, there's time management and organizing yourself, which is, which are skills that you have to develop and continuously grow and feed throughout the years. Like that's just kind of something that you craft and get better at. So if those are lacking right now, I would really say whatever works for you, honestly, because everyone has a different process and method of how they can best stay organized and manage their time. For me, it comes in like making notes on my phone or physically writing out notes. I have so many notebooks that I start and sticky notes um, or I'll set reminders on my phone. Like I really hold myself accountable and I think accountability ties in nicely to organization like nothing's going to change if nothing changes so you have to be the one holding yourself accountable or if you have someone in your life on the outside who can you know hold you accountable and you feel comfortable with that like tell them like message me you know message me make make sure that I got back to this but ultimately it comes down to you right so and so many things come to mind uh, when it comes to accountability Um, It could be working out. You might want to work out with someone who is really motivated, who you know will hold you accountable, keep you on track. Could be within your workplace. If you're struggling with a deadline, you might want to link up with someone who is 
a little bit more organized and can hold you accountable too. So um, if you're unable to do it yourself, try to get that inspiration from connecting with others who you look up to in terms of their motivation and that will kind of inspire you to put it back on yourself when you are in a position where you need to hold yourself accountable to something that is really meaningful and matters to you. So I hope you were able to do some reflecting of your own and get some ideas on how you can stay on track for new projects you want to start or things you want to give more attention to in the the coming year. So three questions I'm going to leave you with. I know you all missed this. The first one is, what is needing your attention in 2023? The second question is, how will you show up for yourself in 2023? And the last question is, what are at least two milestones you would like to achieve, milestones of your own, in the new year? Thank you for always connecting with me and If you haven't checked it out yet, Connecting Through Grief card deck is available on the Girls Gotta Heal website. You can pick that up. We have all just gone through some holidays and if the holidays don't remind you that your family needs to work on their communication, I don't know what does. So you can pick up yours and let's get to having some healthy conversations.